0: Welcome back to Blackhawks Live here on 720 WGN. We're talking with the Blackhawks front office assistant general manager and director of player development, Mark Eaton. Mark, thank you very much for the time today. Really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Joe. Thank you.
0: So I got a question about what's going on right now in terms of the Frozen Four and with the Blackhawks having a handful of players in that tournament. Is this a time to help those players or is this a time to kind of hold back, let them focus on their games and and let the colleges handle them?
1: No, I definitely the latter. I mean, a lot of our work and player development is, is with the guys the first three quarters of the season, you know, with the players individually, staying in touch with their coaches to, to get their firsthand overview of our prospects. But, yeah, this time of year, entering the playoffs, uh, we just want to leave our guys in their little bubbles. Like, uh, I was at the regional games in New Hampshire watching Boston University and, you know, Drew and, and Ryan didn't even know i was there so we just want to make sure these guys are able to focus on being student athletes enjoying that experience playing in the, the most meaningful games of the season and just kind of kind of let them be i think for us on the development side we we like these opportunities to see how our prospects respond in the in the higher highest pressure games so that that's the opportunity that was afforded us this past weekend
0: well going back to where you do deal with them earlier on in the year. That's got to be an interesting dynamic with what you are hoping to see from these guys and and what the colleges and and those programs are hoping to see from those guys. Are are you in constant communication with those coaches of of what you're looking at? Or or is it, again, one of those things where you just kind of back off and let them do their job?
1: Oh no, it's definitely a, a balancing act through the course of the season. I think initially, the start of the year when when we draft a player and we know where they're going to be attending college or or major junior. first and foremost, our, our first order of business is is establishing a relationship with the coaches that they're going to be spending potentially the next four years with. It's our realization that these guys are playing for other coaches. So it's up to us to learn the player, learn the the habits, maybe some of the things that make them great or some of the things that they may need to improve over the span of one to four years and make sure we're staying in touch with the coaches and more often than not i mean it rarely happens where we don't see eye to eye you know us as a development staff and the in the college or, or major junior coaches usually we have the same goals in mind for the players coaches realize we're trying to make the players better and in turn it's going to make their teams better so it's uh, The the communication aspect is is the most important part and we just want to make sure that our prospects' heads aren't uh, spinning around in circles with us Hmm. telling them one thing, their coaches telling them something different, so we make sure the message is coordinated.
0: Right. And I'm probably sure that because it's such a introductory part of their game, I mean, I know they've been playing all their lives, but you're not getting too in-depth and, and too intricate about their game at that point,
1: probably, right? No, not at all. A lot of times it's, it's about habits, stick positioning. Uh, we'll never get into the systems part of things that... You know, it was more of the team aspect. You know, we'll never talk to them about power play or penalty kill or mm. you should be doing this as a checker or whatnot. That's you know, that's up to the the teams that they're playing for. A lot of times for us, it's uh, you know, picking the, the one or two things that either gonna get that player to the NHL or potentially keep him from getting to the NHL and then really just focusing on narrowing our focus in on those one or two elements of their game.
0: Hmm. Uh, to that point, how have you been able to evaluate Frank Nazar's game with such limited time so far?
1: Yeah, it's the uh, biggest thing for him is just uh, it's been good for him to get a dozen or so games in since his surgery. It's an unfortunate part of the game that uh, most players are going to have to go through at some point in their career uh, a long rehab and it just so happens for frank it's sooner more than hopefully later so it's uh you know you can use that in terms of development as well you know he's he's gone through the rehab he's back to playing i don't think he's at the level he expected right away and you know that's part of the learning process so it's uh staying positive staying focused on on what he can control and what he can contribute to, to michigan at this point in time and you know, I think from first game back, from injury to, to now, if you watch yesterday's game, it's it's been a gradual, uh, steady climb upward, and that's that's to be expected. I mean, you after a, a long rehab, a, a surgery like that, no one's ever going to be able to step right back in and pick up right where they left off. So it's, uh, it's been a learning experience for him, one that he'll be able to grow from, and uh, it's good to see his game trending upward.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's probably got the perfect kind of personality to go through something like that. Just very authentic, very positive, but still even keel. Uh, I mean, do you get that same sense?
1: Yes and no. I mean, for sure, he handled it well. He he was uh, a pro in his rehab and everything, but he he has that such that high competitive Hmm. mindset that, He's one that he. I don't think he expected to not be able to pick up right where he left off before surgery, and it hasn't been the case. And I think it's tough for him at first, but he's he's starting to learn, and he's starting to get back up. I think to you know, where he expected to be from game one, which anybody that's that's gone through long rehabs knows. Game one and you know the first couple of weeks, first month, are are always tough after after a long time off. There's there's nothing you can do outside of games that's going to prepare you for uh, for game stamina. And he's getting that back now.
0: Huh, for sure. Um, well, following up on that, what of, what about Colton Dock's game have you observed so far in his return?
1: He's been good. I mean, uh, he dealt with some injuries. Uh, he's been in and out of the lineup, so good to see him back in. They had their last weekend of the regular season this past weekend, so it was good for him to get a, a few games in before Seattle enters the playoffs and yeah over the last couple of years he's the kind of player he needs to be successful at the next level and he's starting to bring that into Seattle's lineup and, and play that way every game you know he's a big body that skates well so he's uh, I know we've been working on him with having that power forward mentality getting to the, the hard areas of the ice using that size and skating to his advantage and just being hard to play against with and without the puck, and that's the kind of style that thrives in the playoffs, and and I think he's going to have an opportunity over the next... Month or two to uh, continue to hone that that element of his game.
0: Yeah, I remember that being a big part of his game uh, during the prospect camp, and he, he really showed mm-hmm. that until it was unfortunately cut so short. Mark, yeah. you've you've been with the Hawks since 2014, you know, working your way up to this position that you're at now. Um, but I'm curious, can you pinpoint? Specific differences that you've noticed, observed, even worked through uh, with the last regime compared to the one that Kyle Davidson's running right now.
1: I, I would say the biggest thing is just I think Kyle's done a great job of uh, defining and, and simplifying the identity of, of the team that we're trying to build in Chicago. And you know, I, I don't think it's any secret we're we're looking for guys that can skate. We're looking for extremely high level compete. And in, in our in our players, and for us on the development side, knowing that it's the foundation, that's where we start with all of our prospects, and and we build out from there. You know, so we you know first and foremost with, with all of our guys, we talk about that compete level. We talk about not just skating speed, but being able to play fast. You know, thinking the game fast, moving the puck quickly. And so it, it's really helped us on the development end, just kind of narrow in, build a foundation, have a starting point with all of our prospects. And just kind of expand from there with with each of them individually, depending on their needs.
0: And you're really seeing that. I mean, you're already seeing it at the NHL level with some of the guys that Davidson has acquired. Whether it's you know a trade, a, uh, moving roster makeup, you know, with the asset of having the salary cap availability. Um, but it, he's hit on a lot of guys. Um, how do you? Is that a new aspect for your job for looking into... Because I, I, I do want to get into the mental aspect of all this because I know the Blackhawks are putting a big emphasis on it, uh, making sure that's that's a huge part of a lot of these players' games. Um, is that a new aspect for you, really focusing on the mental health and skills of these players and, and how to best utilize that and, and help help them uh, throughout their career using that more?
1: Uh, well, it's, it's not a new element or I guess I should say it's not a new concept I think it's something that we've always strived to do with our prospects but it's just over the last couple of years we've had the the resources to be able to to start to implement that part of development the, the way we want obviously with AJ Sturgis, Pete um, you know heading up the performance psychology group and I, you know I think we'll be adding someone as well to, to work with guys in Rockford and with our prospects. It's, uh, you know, I think it's the, looking back on my career, it's the one thing I, I wish I had learned more about, spent more time focusing on and, and becoming stronger. in, and, and it's just something that we want to offer up to all of our prospects because it's, you know, we, we talked about Frank Najjar earlier, going through something like that. It, it's as hard mentally as it is physically to get through things like that and and stay positive and and be able to come out the other side of it uh you know better off than you were so it's um it's such an important element we tell all of our prospects that no path to the nhl is a a smooth and easy one you're going to have obstacles bumps in the road and and it's you want to be proactive to be able to have the the tools to to deal with those bumps and deal with those obstacles along the way because ultimately that a lot of times that's what separates the guys that make it from the guys that don't, whether it's uh, being cut the first time or sent down or, or having an injury that, you know, some guys just can't really recover from mentally and physically a lot of guys' uh, career progressions are are stopping their tracks, so uh, yeah, it's a huge element that we've put a lot of emphasis on, and I think it's still in its infancy, I think there's still a ton that that we can continue to do with it.
0: Huh, that's very interesting. Uh, One more here with Mark Eaton, Director of Player Development for the Blackhawks and Assistant General Manager. Um, And I I gotta ask this, because you brought up your experience through your playing career, and I mean, you've got quite the resume, um, but I did hear in an interview you did earlier this year about how you use a lot of that experience towards the job you're doing now in terms of what worked well for you in your development, what didn't. So I'm curious about what was maybe a positive uh, occurrence or relationship you had with somebody that might have been in a a role like yours right now that really helped you throughout your career and that that really stuck with you doing the job you do now?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I I was fortunate. I I had a lot of Great coaches throughout my career but I, uh, you know I was lucky early on in Philadelphia when I made the Flyers out of camp my second year Craig Ramsey was the coach and, and he was a guy I think he's gotten a lot of publicity for what he's done with the uh, Slovak national team out there and helping develop that program and he was a forward in his day, but he was a defensive-minded forward, and, and he just, it seemed like he knew how to deal with younger athletes, you know, somebody that's trying to establish themselves, that's uh, playing in a, you know, high-pressure environment in Philadelphia, trying to get his foot in the door, and he just, he knew that, that young players make mistakes, and he was all about helping, uh, allowing those mistakes to happen, but... Helping you make sure that the mistakes don't happen again and then just giving you the little, uh, tips of the trade that that he found out through his long career and you know that's kind of the approach i try to take with our prospects is it's uh we're a lot about growth mindset and failure can be a gift making mistakes can be a gift and it's allowing these guys to to make those mistakes but helping them learn from you know not being overly hard on them just encouraging them to to continue to stretch themselves out of their comfort zones uh, because that's really how you grow You, you know you try things that maybe you're not capable of right now that uh you know make those mistakes and and uh just continue to get better and better and that's uh you know that that's try what we try to to bring to to our prospects and player development
0: for sure well mark it's it's a really cool time in the Blackhawks organization right now, especially with all this young talent, so we really do appreciate the insight that you're able to provide today
1: thanks yeah it is exciting and i, I you know with uh, the wins and losses we, i mean working with our prospects we get that inside uh, look with kind of what's uh what's in the in the prospect pool and what's coming over the next couple of years and, and we are excited and, and it's not you know we're not just saying that we have a lot of great young players that uh, that we feel can be a part of the core going forward and that's uh, that pool is going to continue to grow so we internally we we definitely are excited about the future
0: awesome great to hear mark thank you very much for the time
1: Alright, thank you, Joe.
0: We'll have more Blackhawks Live next 720 WG.